Hello, it's the 30th of May. I just can't sleep tonight. <laughs> it's because I already had a nap this afternoon. So I thought I'll make my journal entry for the day for what I'm grateful for. I think one of the best memories of today was walking. Well, there's lots of good memories, of course, to remember. Um, but uh, one of it is going to um, the bakery, to Premier Moisson. That's where we get bread and croissant. And I was walking in, you know, being myself. I'm like, I'd like two baguettes, darling. <laughs> That's what I said. And the lady at the counter, she looked at me and she smiled and said, Oh, that's that's so nice. <laughs> and then she was really happy. She got me bread. And, she, and then I'm like, oh yeah, just add five more croissants. And she's like, sure. Then she took me to the counter and she's like, Hey, um, it's interesting. Why do you use the word darling? It's are you British? And I said, well, no, I'm from Singapore. And she's like, well, and she told me who she was and her background. She's like, I'm from Guyana. She said, I'm from Guyana. And um, Guyana used to be a British colony, used to be, you know, ruled by the British. So she's like, when you said the word darling, it just brought me home. <laughs> that was so nice. So I'm like, yeah, you know, the British. She's like, oh, Singapore. I don't know about Singapore. Tell me more. And I said, well, uh, British colony, you know, same. And uh, we both laughed. I said, you know, the, the British has brought us some good things. Like, uh, <laughs> would you like some tea? <laughs> and we had a good laugh. But that was a really sweet memory because just that connection that you have with a complete stranger, you know, in the shop. And that's it's just beautiful. Um, I mean, lots of great memories. I mean, today, this morning as well, going to get my first shot uh, Pfizer vaccination. Awesome experience. They explained, the lady first counter explained all the side effects that could potentially happen. And she took her time and she was patient. And she explained everything. Um, you can imagine she's explaining the same thing to every single person and there's lots of people in the lineup and she took her time and she was patient um, and she looked me in the eye and um, being very reassuring uh, and I, I really appreciate that I'm, I'm really grateful it's like um, you know she didn't feel that I was just another number to tick off the box before she could get to the end of the row, you know, it was like that personal touch. Um, everybody, everybody was super sweet and super nice. The lady who did the injection as well was was kind. And I, I like to say that this is this is truly precious, you know, the fact that we we treat each other well and. We smile and we look at each other's eyes um, to complete strangers. That's I feel that 
this is something that I miss so much, you know, from all this COVID lockdown and living life through virtual Zoom. And, you know, you, you do miss that personal contact. And I'm happy that, you know, none of us have lost it. It's clear. Well, at least in Canada, that is. <laughs> um, so that was really super feeling. It's like, wow, a sense of like a possibility that life is going back to normal, you know, with the lockdowns that's being lifted. And just this night around 10 o'clock, there's a whole bunch of teenagers who are skateboarding outside in the road and singing and laughing and dancing and just, they made a bit of a noise, but it was happy. It was like, there's joy in the air, you know, and young people are rejoicing again. And it's just makes me so happy to see that. Ah, yeah. Another wonderful memory as well today, we went to the park. Um, what is it called? Uh, can't remember, but it was at the end of Obudalil, so at the end of the island, and um, there were lots of white flowers. There were flowers everywhere, just lots and lots of white flowers and green trees, and just being in nature. It's just, it's just amazing, breathtaking. So my husband wanted to walk fast as usual, but I like to slow down. The kids slow him down, so we, we take our time. And my daughter was very moody about going for a walk because she loves to stay at home. She loves to stay in her room. So it was quite a drag to get her out of the house. Uh, but I was mindful to not, you know, be too pushy and just be light about it. So she found her her joy in the walk by making herself a a flower crown, a, what do you call a wreath. So she was uh, weaving together a flower band for herself, picking flowers along the way, lots of white flowers, and uh, her expression on her face was like moody and sulky in the beginning, and, but she was doing something she loved and she's creative. So that was that was great. The boys were just running along, you know, they were just happy. And I think the turning point was when she asked me for my phone because um, she wanted to take pictures. And I'm like, sure. So I passed her my phone and she started taking pictures of flowers. And then she told me, Mama, I really love this one. Was this a, ye a, a yellow buttercup? She's like, because it's got this metallic sheen. And so we shared this mother-daughter moment that's precious, you know, when they are at this age. It's like, it's all moody and grey clouds. And it's like, and when she connects with you and she chooses to connect with you, I just feel like, you know, it's very, it's precious, you know, because she wants to. Um, then I was like, hey, Eva, let's, uh, let's, said, let's take a picture. And she's got this white flower wreath on her head and then I said squat down there's a whole bed of white flowers and you're gonna merge into the flowers and so we we took a couple of fun shots like that um, there was
were these river reeds. They were brown and they were just gorgeous. They were so tall. They were at least two or three meters tall and uh, there was a perfect tree stump right in the middle where we could stand. And so we went inside the rushes and we took pictures. Um, and the boys went along ahead. And my husband was again like, hurry up. And we paid no heed to that because we were taking our time to, to make a memory and to have fun. So I took a couple of shots for her and I showed her the features of the phone where you could change the color background and you know you could change it to sepia, you could change it to black and white and and so she was fascinated. And I took a really nice shots of her uh, which she liked that she took pictures of me and we shared this brief moment but it was strong. Um, because we were doing things together and sharing the moment because we love taking photos. Um, and then later on, uh, it's just, the mood just changed. You know, she she lifted her, her grouch mood and she was happy and we ate lunch and then she started to to be fret, you know, to be really funny and be herself again with her brothers, and they were all at one point holding hands because, because my daughter's like, I'm gonna keep my eyes closed, and you guys have to guide me. So the the brothers were thrilled. They were they were so honored as well to to have her invite them in her company, and so the three of them got along so well, laughing, happy, holding hands, and that was just so precious and at one point uh, my daughter said to me there was this couple who was cycling and they were just such nice people they were probably around 60s but they had such a beautiful aura the lady was um, cycling on ahead and then her husband trailed back behind and uh, my daughter came to me and said, Mama, Mama, you know, the lady said she really, f she found my uh, crown very beautiful. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet, isn't it? And, she, and, and I, obviously she was really happy about it. But that's again, you know, coming from a stranger. Um, it's It's great because my daughter felt it and she loved it. And teenagers are extremely grouchy you know it's like you can't give them a compliment they would just shrug it off and but a, compl a compliment from a stranger and it's like she's flying to the moon but it's it's just great <sighs> but then at one point her dad said oh your crown is not perfect or it's not uh, it's it's not tidy messy or something like that something I don't think he meant it but I think that such remarks can be so cruel you know it's like we mindlessly say things like that but I could sense that it had an impact on my daughter because she paused she was obviously hurt but she retorted back and she said well then, 
Why don't you make a wreath yourself? Why don't you make a crown yourself? This is the first crown I've ever made. And I think it's pretty good. And, and I'm really proud of her for defending herself. And I didn't have to step in. And she defended herself. She said that, why don't you make it yourself? And, uh, you know, this is my first try. And I think that's a pretty good, you know, a good one. And then, somehow she managed to change the topic. So then, her and her dad started laughing and talking about something else. And I'm, I know this is all happening in a fraction of a second. But, I am so proud of my daughter at that moment. Because she's able to be aware of how a remark from her parent could trigger her, put her down, but she didn't let that remark put her down. She put her parent in his spot and she took charge. She took charge and that is precious. That's my girl, you know, that that makes me proud of her. And I'm confident, I'm confident that my daughter is going to grow up and be confident and uh, self-assured, independent and autonomous, you know, because she's aware of her feelings and she's able to respond and not react, you know. So that's great. That's something I want to remember. Then later on in the car, I sat in the back seat because um, um, my daughter didn't want to sit in the back, squished with her brothers. So, so I offered to sit in the back. Okay, all right, fine. And uh, my sons were thrilled. They were like, "Oh yeah, we got mama!" It was like a party. And I gave one hand to one one boy and they were so happy and then my elder son's like oh my leg is hurting so I'm like okay put it on me and I started massaging his leg and then the other one was like holding onto my hand and stroking my hand just feeling my skin he was happy and I felt happy it was like I think there's just so much love when there is contact, when there's physical contact, but there's also love through contact. And uh, for little children to have the love of their parents, to just, you know, be able to just give them their arm, you just give them their arm, you're able to hold your hands and just stroke your skin and feel close to you. Uh, it's just precious. Just these tiny moments are, are simply precious. <clears throat> yeah, so so that's kind of like uh, pretty good memories of today being in nature, but also witnessing the closeness between my three kids, which is rare because my daughter is, uh, well, she's almost a teenager. Her brothers are still young, so there's a drift. And so she's quite lonely in a sense. Um, she has no friends around her. We moved to a new neighborhood. But she's adjusted so well. She's grown up. She's been so mature. And she's slowly starting to open up 
you know, and share and confide with me. And later on at home, she uh, she showed me a, our our good friend, you know, her good friend, one of her best friends. Said, oh, ma, guess what? My friend has this TikTok account and she's got so many followers. And my daughter was so proud of her friend. She showed me her friend's account. And I'm like proud of all her friends. You know, this one was like all dressed up, full makeup. Uh, so young. But, you know, I've dropped that righteousness energy. I know, I know the girl's parents and they are they're so liberal and they're so grounded at the same time that their daughter is just you know she's happily expressing her her creativity and her wildness but in a very smart intelligent way and kids have to be kids teenagers have to be teenagers they have to put on makeup they have to dance they have to show skin they have to say silly things it doesn't matter and I think that is something that being liberal-minded, being open-minded, um, saying what you feel, dancing, expression of your body, it's something that is so refreshing. And it there's nothing intimidating about it. It's just that, you know, when you grow up in a very cloistered environment where, for me, myself, you know, being the only child, but being Asian, I'm grateful that my mom is a liberal, you know, in a sense, she's very liberal with her body, with her expressions, and uh, so I've had, always had a liberal upbringing, despite being the only child, despite having a very conservative father, despite being Asian and all that, my mom's extreme liberalistic ways and views have really rubbed off on me and I think that's important you know to let kids be kids let teenagers be teenagers let them love laugh have heartbreaks but keeping an open door is key you know where they feel safe to confide in you and uh, you can keep their secrets because we have to trust ourselves and we have to trust our children and children are way much more wiser than we think they have a good instinct they know who is good and who has malicious intent you know but when a parent is never trusting their child you know when everything is bad everything's a potential danger and everything is oh be scared of this be scared of that be afraid of this, don't do this, don't do that, then our kids lose trust in themselves and they become warped in fear. That is when they are always needing protection and they'll never grow up. I feel sad because in a sense that if you've never partied when you were young, you never had boyfriends, if you never been wild you know, there will come to a certain stage in your life, maybe much later, when you want to experience all this again. But then you're like in your 50s or 60s or, you know, it's never too late. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's too late, but let a child be a child.
right? <sighs> There's just so much, yeah, stuff, you know, in our heads, like, that's stopping us from being original, being authentic, you know, to laugh out loud and to, to be gregarious and and it's great to be in the Western society. I mean, one of the great things of democracy and being in the Western society is that liberal thinking, you know, of just, yeah. And women having a lot of uh, ability to choose, right? Their mate, choose their boyfriends to go out, have fun, have multiple partners, and it's their wish. There's a lot of freedom um, and free will. And as a matter of fact, you know, when when we do find our spouse and we love them and we remain faithful and loyal, right? So there's nothing being yourself and being fun and wild and happy and loving people has nothing to do with the the loyalty, you'll always be loyal to your core and you have that core values and that should not be confused with liberality. I think people are scared of being liberal or open because they're afraid that you cannot control them anymore. They're like, you know, so out there. And the wanting to control is in fact stemming from fear because of fear that you want to control you're afraid of something you're afraid of that energy but if you know the energy if you're aware of the energy and you're in touch with your energy there's nothing to fear so with that that's the end of my my journal entry and I wish you all a beautiful evening Bye.